Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? You are tuned in to the newest edition of the Fistful of Cash Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Dale Lippin. Feels good to be back. This comeback is sponsored by Stay Classy Meats. Go to stayclassymeats.com. Use promo code FIST and get 10% off your entire order. Or if you set up a subscription, 10% off each and every box that comes via that subscription. This episode is also brought to you by Saving Grace, Save, Saving Grace CBD. You go to SavingGraceCBD.com, use promo code CASH20, get 20% off your entire order of high-class, no THC having CBD products. Go to SavingGraceCBD.com. And last but not least, this episode of the podcast, like all episodes, are brought to you by the Referred app. Guys, go on the Android or Apple Store and download the Referred app. If you try Referred... It's it's a game changer, uh, you know. All we see around us when we're consuming content on the internet is promotional codes, coupon codes, people trying to get and save money uh, anywhere they possibly can. It is really hard to keep track of all those. If you go to the referred app, it allows you the opportunity to share the codes that you have that can make or save you money, uh, while also taking part in all of the products that everybody else offers. The referred app app has over 2,000 different companies already on there. And if you have one that's not on there, all you got to do is submit it. It's usually approved within 24 to 48 hours, and then you can start posting, sharing, and saving at all of your favorite stores. Go to the uh, app store on your respective phone and download the referred app. All right, let's get into it. UFC 245, triple title fight, man. Usman versus Covington, Holloway versus Volkanovski and Nunez versus Durandamy. But before that, let's get these other fights on the main card out of the way. The California kid, Uriah Faber, is taking on Petra Yan, or Peter. I mean, it's just easier to say, Peter Yan. Uh, Uriah Faber, 35 and 10, 40 years old, though. Petra Yan, 13 and 1, and the considerable favorite. Look, I, I'm, I'm not going to pretend that I don't like Uriah Faber. I absolutely do like Uriah Faber. I think he got gifted that fight with Brandon Moreno. Um, uh, or I'm sorry, Ricky Simone, rather, not Brandon Moreno. Um, wait, am I getting who am I, am I getting my Mexican guys mixed up? Hold on, I got to look at this. because, Yeah, Ricky Simone. Yeah, sorry, I did get them mixed up. Yeah, Look, Ricky Simone had Uriah Hurt, then Uriah Hurt, Ricky Simone, and then... Mike Beltran stepped in pretty quick there. I thought that was an early stoppage. Um, you know, I initially I didn't think it was all that fast. However, watching the fight over a, uh, a couple times this week, I think it was pretty fast. Um, not to say that Ricky Simone would have recovered and gone on to win that fight, but it doesn't necessarily show us that Uriah Faber is still at the top of the heap when it comes to bantamweight fighters. He's going up against an absolute dog in yawn here and you know the odds makers have it at 
you know, the, the disparity that it is for good reason. Yon's sitting at a minus 500. Uriah favor plus 350. You know, I think the better play here is over under on rounds. Probably the over, no matter what it comes in at, probably two and a half. Um, Uriah has shown himself to be durable in his younger years. I mean, don't know if that's really something that he's got going with him uh, or going for him right now. Uh, but Yon is more of a just beat you up for 15 minutes kind of guy as opposed to get you out of there. Uh, so a little bit of durability from Faber and a little bit of, you know, gas tank moderation from Yon. This might go the distance. Otherwise, if you're not playing a distance play here, minus 500 plus 350, unless you're a diehard Uriah Faber fanboy, I would avoid this fight. I don't necessarily see a lot of value in any of these numbers. Not the... Uh, not the most friendly when it comes to betting. Uh, up next, Jose Aldo making his Bantamweight debut against Marlon Moraes. Now, here's the thing, right, is that Aldo's coming to, at 135. Uh, can he even make the weight? And if he does, what's that going to do for him? I love Marlon Moraes in this fight. I know Aldo's the more decorated fighter here, but I think Marais, who's used to fighting at 135 pounds, who isn't coming down from 145, I think he gets the job done here. Minus 210 against Jose Aldo. Um, unless Jose Aldo has found a way to reinvent himself at 135, I think this is Marais. Minus 210, in my opinion, still pretty good price on him. Uh, if you're a guy that likes to bet a little heavy, that's a good that's a good way to go. Um, you know, I... You, you could do worse than that as far as his main card goes for, for value. I think Marais just gets this done just based off the fact that I don't know what the weight cut's going to take out of Aldo. And uh, we see guys that cut more weight than they should. They tend to be susceptible to knockouts. So all that fluid around the brain gets depleted. You don't get as much cushion when you take a lick, and you go night-night. So Marlon Marais, minus 210. I also like Marlon Marais inside the distance as well once we see that. First title fight of the evening, Amanda Nunes taking on Jermaine Durandamy. This is probably your best shot at a big upset winner. Um, Durandamy is an accomplished kickboxer. They have fought before, so these ladies know what to expect from each other. Durandamy sitting at plus 230. Nunes minus 300. Uh, how hungry, how motivated is Amanda Nunes? She's been champ for a while now, You know, sleeping on silk sheets. I thought that she was going to have a hard time with Holly Holm. Holly Holm, though, appears to be more of a head case lately than, than any other time. I would venture to say that Jermaine Durandamy, while also having her own uh, head case issues in the past, you know, if she makes the wait for this fight, I she's she is. I don't see this fight going to the ground. So if it stays standing, that's her best shot. Um, I think Nunes hits harder, but I think Durandamy's the more accomplished striker. I think she's got the better fundamentals. I'm gonna I'm gonna take a flyer here on Jermaine Durandamy to upset Amanda Nunes. Just my personal opinion on what I think is a good is a good shot uh, at winning here. Uh, I think Durandamy has a decent shot, um, and plus two thirty, I'm gonna take a stab at it. Alexander Volkanovsky taking on Max Holloway, challenging for that featherweight belt finally. Look, guys, I mean, Volkanovsky and Holloway, this is a much closer fight than the Nunez-Durandamy fight, and I'll tell you why. 
it has a lot to do with the power and the punishment that Max Holloway absorbed in the Dustin Poirier fight. Um, Max Holloway, in my opinion, has been exhibiting more and more concussion-like symptoms. Just about every time you talk to him, he sounds like he's got a mouthful of oatmeal. And as he progresses in his weight cut, he becomes a little bit harder and harder to understand. I personally, just me, am worried about the the, the toll that Max Holloway has uh, enacted on his body fighting the way that he has. Volkanovski is a powerhouse. However, from a skill standpoint, he's presenting everything that Max Holloway presented through Frankie Edgar. Max Holloway handily beat Frankie. I expect him to handily beat Volkanovski. Volkanovski wins this fight if Max's chin is gone from the Poirier fight and he knocks Max out. So it's either Volkanovski by stunning knockout or Max Holloway. Volkanovski does not win a decision here. So Holloway anyway or Volkanovski by knockout. Minus 185 on Max is a great price on Max. Um, You know, probably going to play a sizable bet on him. Um, You know. It's just, I don't know, man. I just, I don't like, it makes me uneasy whenever I see odds this close when I feel like this shouldn't be. But anyway, Holloway minus 185, Volkanovski plus 150. It's either Max, Max anyway, or Volkanovski by knockout. Uh, I don't see Volkanovski winning by decision. Then the fight everybody's been waiting for, man. Kamar Usman, Colby Covington. Look, man, you know, we talked about Usman before the Woodley fight. And, you know, the gut instinct play for that fight was take Usman. He's going to dominate Woodley. And I said, you know, every time I bet against Tyron Woodley, he ends up proving me wrong. So just based on that, I'm going to go with Woodley. But, you know, the initial gut feeling of Usman throttling Woodley is what happened. Um, And... You know, I feel the same way about this fight. What I don't like about this fight with Usman sitting at minus 185 and Covington sitting at plus 150 is Covington is 100% in Usman's head. 100% in Usman's head. Now, that could either get Colby hurt or that could help Colby win the fight. Either way, I'm going to take Usman here. I just feel like it's a good price for him. I think he's got on-par cardio. I think he's probably got a little bit better power, although I do believe Colby's going to have a wrestling advantage. Minus 185, I'm going to take Usman here. So Usman, Holloway, uh, Durandamy, Marice, and Yawn. Those are my picks. We'll be going over some more of this stuff uh, on Instagram throughout the weekend, so be sure to check us out. Any questions on any undercard fights, shoot me a message on Instagram at Fistful of Cash Podcast. Please take advantage of the show sponsors. They help keep this show up and running. Glad to be back. Um, Life's just been crazy lately, guys, and I appreciate everybody still listening, and uh, we'll talk soon. Take care, and be good to each other.